This is the She Rise podcast, where we discuss ideas, thoughts, and tools to help women gently rise up in their purpose, in their influence, and in their happiness. I'm your host, Heidi DeGraffenried. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to the She Rise podcast. Today, I am so pumped to be interviewing Becky Howard. I hope I can make it through this without just dying laughing because whenever I'm with Becky, that's pretty much all we do. So um, (laughs) Becky is the vice president of Hive Homes. It's a home building company, and she's been in the building business for 20 years. She's also had a successful home renovation and interior design company called Beachwood Interiors. Uh, she's a blogger. She has a blog called Becky and the Boys Club because that's kind of her life, just dealing with lots of men on <laughs> a regular basis. And her goal in this whole industry is to create an atmosphere that empowers women to design the perfect home to fit all their family's needs. So welcome, Becky. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being here, sitting here with me. And <laughs> This is fun. I'm excited. So can you tell us a little bit about kind of your story and you got started in this industry. yeah yeah I was I was kind of thinking about and I was kind of thinking about when my passion for design or <clears throat> excuse me construction that type of thing when that started and I remembered back to being in high school and maybe all high schoolers are like this but I used to leave soccer practice and I can remember going to taco time grabbing a couple of crispy pinto bean burritos and <laughs> and I would go drive around and I'd look at houses and um I remember really enjoying just the architecture of houses and mm-hmm. and really enjoying pretty things and also in high school I can remember uh, mom helped me decorate my my mom helped me decorate my bedroom and I did the whole thing in Holstein cow pattern. <laughs> Everything was was Holstein. So mom had gotten me some of that. What's it called that you put in drawers? Like the like liner. The liner it. stuff that was sticky. Man, I stuck that stuff everywhere. It was on every picture frame, on every surface I could get Holstein on. I put it on. So anyway, I just I I loved the idea of creating a space. And that's the first time I can remember kind of that passion being lit inside of me. Um, right out of high school, I started working for a home builder. I worked there for about eight years. And while I was there, I was able to watch them grow into the number one home builder in Utah, which was fun to be really close to that and watch that growth. And that was really fun. And then, um, after I had a couple of kids, I decided to retire and just kind of be a baby factory for a while. And <laughs> and during that time, I was able to study interior design and and really um, just started doing it, you know, just working for free and just helping anybody I could redesign a space or decorate a space. And I kind of reached out to some home builders and started decorating model homes and stuff like that. So um, that was where the design came in. And then once my baby went back to my youngest, went back to school, I just decided to get back into it. And I had a real estate experience and I had design experience, home building experience, and then it just all kind of fit together. Awesome. So where did the renovation come in that? Um, 
I think it was something that I had always wanted to do. Um, I knew enough about construction to feel comfortable renovating. And so I bought my first house uh, to renovate and my dad helped me, which was really nice. So he kind of helped me out, but I knew enough contractors from being in the business and, and had watched it, watched it be done by a lot of men. Mm -hmm. And so I just went for it and, um, it was a big success and, and did quite a few renovations. I think I counted 11 or 12 in, in two years running those projects by myself, which if you've ever renovated a home, you understand the stress (laughs) of just one project. So I had multiple projects happening at once. So it was fun. So why do you feel like, I mean, renovation and design and just sort of, there's so many shows and stuff that kind of go through that process. Why do you feel like that speaks to us so much? Why do people want to see that process so much? I think our human nature is to create things. And so, you know, we're all doing it in different ways. And um, I think the, you know, sometimes men will um, fix up a car or, you know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. or a yard or, um, and I just feel like a lot of men and women enjoy being able to see the potential in a space or in a house and create that and, and help it find that vision that they see in their minds. Um, and that's why I think it's really, really fulfilling. I know for me, it, it's a very fulfilling experience. Yeah. To be able to kind of take what you can imagine uh-huh. and see like sort of the bones in this old or mm-hmm. rundown place and just bring new life to it again. I mm-hmm. think. For and sure. We've kind of talked about this before, but it's like your work you know, it goes from the outside in, it just changes people when you change their space and my work sort of inside out, you know, kind Uh of changing their internal space. And, but both of them make a difference and make people sort of just feel new again, you know? So I think it really is a, it's a powerful thing to be able to, to do and to be able to do it well actually takes a lot of work and a lot of energy. So, um, so tell us, so you have on your posts on Instagram and oh, yeah. your blog and stuff, they're just always so funny and full of humor, like self-deprecating humor and honesty. How do you feel like humor plays into, you know, your role in your work and the renovating that kind of a thing? Oh, geez. So humor is, it's a big part of my life. I, and whenever I think about it, I think um, I was number six of seven. And so I, I never got the amount of attention maybe that <laughs> I needed. Mm-hmm. And so I was always trying to find a way to get attention when I was little. Mm-hmm. And I was also pretty hyperactive. It's hard to <laughs> believe that, but uh, really hyperactive. And so I noticed that if I could get people to laugh, then they would want to talk to me or they'd want to pay attention to me. Right. So Um, I feel like that just kind of became a part of my personality. As far as it on my social media, though, when I first even started using social media at all personally, I can remember feeling those same feelings that people talk about all the time, just kind of like uh, comparing yourself to everybody who's 
on social media and kind of making you feel bad. And, mm. and, um, I had some friends who I noticed their posts weren't really in line with what they were really doing in their life. And it just, to me, I felt like I don't want to be a part of something that is really fake. And so I try to be as real as I can All with right. my own social media because I don't want anybody to read what I am putting out there or see the pictures and think that all oh, this was so easy. You know, mm -hmm. she can do it so easily, but why can't I? And so I try to be really honest about how hard it is and how hard life is. Right. And I think people, it seems like they appreciate that. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Everyone, <laughs> everyone I talk to is like, oh, Becky is so funny. And she, I just love to read her posts because you really do keep it real and, and find the humor in it. And yeah. I'm sure that has served you working in a men's world. What else do you feel like has kind of helped you to be able to rise up in this position, you know, of really working I mean, this is truly a man's world. It's, you it know, is. there's a lot of masculine energy going on in the right. building industry. And so um, what do you, what else do you feel like is in you that has kind of helped you to be able to rise up in that world? Yeah, that's a good question. I, um, I've thought about this a lot because I've thought, I, I think there's a couple of things. First of all, I, I work with really good men and, mm -hmm. and that helps. I mean, most women maybe don't get to hand select the men that they work with. And so it'd be unfair for me to say, oh, it's super easy right. because I know other women that work in men's worlds, they work with guys that are not as quality as the guys I work with. So that's probably the number one thing is the men I work with, they want me to succeed and they, they can see my worth and, um, and I don't know if it would be as easy if they didn't. Right. Um, I think some of the attributes that I have that might help them um, to to want that, to want to see my success is I try, you know, all of those typical female behaviors that kind of bother men about women, mm -hmm. like nagging or being really emotional or those are not naturally they don't naturally, I'm, I'm not, not like that. Yeah. yeah. So just naturally, I'm not like that. So I don't have to try very hard, but if I do see myself kind of getting extra emotional or, or things like that, I understand that men don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to them. So I have to speak to them in a way that they do understand. Um, I have to show them facts and I have to, you know, kind of right. back them up and they'll back me up because men are really loyal creatures Right. And if they see you as being loyal to them, then they'll they'll show you the same loyalty. So those are just kind of a couple of the things. It's an interesting point because I think a lot of times women, when they are in a men's environment, they tend to get masculine, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like you're saying, so that you can relate mm -hmm. um, to a man. But right. how do you feel like um, you've been able to maintain sort of femininity mm -hmm. in that role? How has How has that worked out? Well, we both know that femininity isn't my strong <laughs> point, so I don't know. But I, but I definitely do think that there are things that I bring to Hive Homes that that none of these men would be able to bring, um, and none of those things are those those traits I was just talking about—the nagging, you know, those right, things. Right. The the actual feminine traits that I feel like I can bring are things like caring. 
mm-hmm. about people, making people feel special, and nurturing not only the people that I work with, but also the company itself. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of feminine traits that actually make you an amazing business person. Right. And that- bring bringing in, I think, also just sort of that softer design yeah. and, you know, the... Yeah. the, the female touches in the design, you can see, right. you know, that that is valuable, I think, too. It kind of stands out, you know, as a difference yeah. in, because of that. So um, so if you um, were talking to a woman who wanted to start a renovation or that was working, you know, to kind of get into this industry, what would your, what what tools or resources could she use to kind of find a start Okay. Yeah. And I have a lot of people that will message me or text me and just not even know where to start. They just feel overwhelmed. And so they never start the project. It always is, they want to do it, but it just seems too big to even tackle. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that I always start with, and you want me to just talk about kind of the renovation process, right? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Just in- so the thing I always, tell people is to find some inspiration pictures, um, whether it's on Pinterest or on house.com to just go in and, and just kind of scan through, type in your search. If it's a kitchen and you know that your style is more contemporary, type in contemporary kitchen and kind of start looking through. And if there's a kitchen that just really speaks to you, save it, screenshot it, and then really look at the picture later and and kind of pinpoint the things that you like about that. Um, just walking into a cabinet shop and seeing all of these samples without any sort of direction or inspiration is really hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why in the 90s everything was just golden oak. Like there was just <laughs> one option because women didn't – there was no ideas. You know, there right. was – they just walked in and the cabinet guy showed them three options and they picked – the golden oak that they liked the best, you know? (laughs) So I think we're really lucky now as women, there's a lot of fun ideas and we're sharing through social media. And, um, and so that's, that's where you start. But then after that, you need to get your bids. And that's where sometimes things get tricky because you're calling a lot of subcontractors and, and you're trying to keep track of these bids. You want to get more than one for each trade and, and compare. It's definitely, I mean, quit your jobs, ladies, because uh, it's definitely becomes a full-time job, just kind of keeping track of that. Mm-hmm. Once you have that and once you have things all selected, um, you need to be realistic about what life is going to be like during the renovation. Um, it's hard and it's messy and it takes probably twice as long as you think it will. Mm-hmm. But if that expectation is set, you just set the expectation ahead of time, then maybe it's not such a surprise or a shock when, yeah, when it takes so long or when it's a lot harder than you thought. I think that's true about just life in general, mm-hmm. you know, changing anything. It's just, it's hard and it's messy and it takes more time than you might think. You yeah, know? yeah. I think just being gentle with yourself and just recognizing, like you're saying, the expectations to, and that's one thing I think about you, that you're good at just setting low expectations. (laughs) You're good at at being able to be happy. Yeah. You know, with very minimal 
um, goodness, you know, like just something yeah. small happening. You're choosing to it's be happy. It's easy with to that. please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's true. And it honestly serves me really well in life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if they, if they were going to start a renovation, is there, is there any person or any, any one that they could reach out to? I know you're not really doing the renovation anymore. Do you know of anyone else that people could sort of reach out to? Um, I have some guys that, I mean, if anybody wanted to get on my Instagram and just message me, I have people that I work with that I could get names and specifics to okay. people. And what if somebody's trying to kind of figure out their style? Maybe they don't know their style's contemporary. Or they don't even know what the styles are. What's a good way to kind of get an idea for for styles? Um, great question. So there are some online tests you can take, but really it comes down to how curvy do you like your room? Did mm. you know what I mean? Right. If it's a more modern room, it's just clean, it's straight, you don't have a lot of curve to anything. Um, there's a style called transitional. That's kind of what I am. It's clean lines, but it's not so cold. You know, mm -hmm. like there's a little more warmth involved. There's a few more things involved, um, some more rounded, curvy things. Yeah. Um, and then a traditional style would be really swoopy and, and curly and dark woods. And, and I mean, there's so much more to it, right. but in general, people usually lean to one thing or the other. One style that's really popular right now is a farmhouse style. Mm -hmm. And I think people really like it because it, it's clean, but it feels cozy. Right. And so, um, there's a lot of interest, but everything's the same color. So they'll have a bunch of shiplaps. You have this texture on the wall but all the walls are white, mm -hmm. so it's not overwhelming. Um, so right now, that in, in my mind, that's more of a transitional style. Okay, cool. Well, how do so if somebody wanted to contact you, or if they're interested in, you know, the hive homes, or if they're interested in just kind of getting connected with you, how can they find you? So just follow my Instagram. It's Becky in the Boys Club, um, or Hive Homes H Y V E Homes. And maybe we should talk about Hive Homes a little bit yeah, because that's sure. that's kind of my passion right now and something that I really am trying to focus all my time and energy into. Right. Um, and the name kind of says a lot um, because when we were first talking about it, we really wanted the company to be women-centric. So me and Jimmy, the builder, we were talking about how men don't seem to care on the job sites and stuff. The husbands always seem to come and they look and, and they they like the low price point. Mm -hmm. But women get really emotionally wrapped up in the house and just like we were talking about earlier. And, um, and so that's why Jimmy said, well, geez, we should really focus on women because they're the ones that really care. And they're the ones that are actually in charge. Those were his words, not mine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. So um, he tasked me with creating a company where the homes were affordable, but where women would be really proud of their homes. And, and the reason why we called it Hive Homes is because we talked a lot about women being the queen bee of their hive. And so, and so that's the name of the company. That's kind of our 
goal and our purpose um, is to just create a home building process where women feel special and where they feel like the queen. Right. And that is hard to to find, I feel like, or to feel in the building process as a woman, to feel right. heard and to feel understood. And, mm-hmm. and so that does make a difference, I think, for a woman, because I think a home really is, it means something to us as women. It's sort of an extension of us. It is. And, and it is where we kind of create our families, you know, just so to have a space that feels true to us, I think is really really valuable. So when you said that, when you said it's an extension of us, and I thought about my house and I'm like it's so messy. <laughs> yeah, it's an extension. <laughs> it's just a lot of messy in here. <laughs> well, life is messy. Right? I, <laughs> that is life. But no, you're right. It really is and and it really if you can create a space, even if it's messy, I feel really fine in my messy house. Right. And everybody's happy and everybody's <laughs> running around and, and that really yeah. just create a place that is beautiful to you. Yeah. I love it. So thanks so much, Beck, for being here. Absolutely. And thanks and for having me. It was so great. And so check out Becky on at Becky and the Boys Club at her blog or on Instagram. And you can check out High Films Utah to to find more info on her awesome company. So thanks, Bet. Thanks, guys. That was such a fun interview with Becky. I just love any opportunity to visit with her. And I love the things that she shared about um, renovation and just expecting the process to be messy. And I think that applies a lot to our lives in general, anything that we are really trying to renovate, which is sort of take out the old, bring in a newer, updated version. I think that's, there's always going to be mess. There's always going to be um, challenges and setbacks. But as we continue to move forward, we will be able to make those changes that we're really seeking for. So let's do a little meditation around that. I want you just to take a deep breath and as you exhale, you're just letting go of any busyness or clutter in your mind, in your heart, focusing in your attention into settling down into your heart. As you take another breath, just really opening your heart and allowing space, creating space within your heart to create something new. And then looking in your heart and really deciding what it is that you want to renovate in your life. Is it your home? Is it your um, habits? Maybe your schedule, um, your diet? There are a lot of things that we can sort of look at, decide what our style is and become better at those. So I want you just to kind of feel into your heart. What is your heart telling you that it's time to renovate? Just allow that to become clear in your mind and in your heart. And then as you look at that, just ask yourself, what is my first step? How does that look in your life? What would it be like to have that finish, that finished renovation? What's the vision and the image of how that would look, how it would feel, and what it would mean in your life? to finish that renovation and allow yourself to feel the emotions that come with that. Feel the sense of peace 
the sense of alignment that, that more closely matches who you truly are. Feel the satisfaction and the joy that comes in, in getting something more clear and refined in your life. And as you feel into that, start to notice any areas that maybe aren't aligned with that, with this vision and with this purpose. And start with maybe even the little things. If you were looking at your house, maybe looking around and saying, what little things could I change today to start this process? And you might be surprised at at things that you haven't even noticed before that are adding weight to your situation. Maybe there's a pile of clutter somewhere that just taking care of that would clear it out. Maybe there's something um, in your schedule that you're wasting time on and kind of cluttering up your life with. What can you do today to start this process? And then I want you to see yourself where you are right now and where that finished product and process is. And just feel the willingness to move on that journey, to move forward on that journey, to take a step each day towards your goal. And to do it with a light heart, with a sense of humor, and with a expectation that things will get messy along the way and that that's okay that that is what you're expecting the process to be it's just like when you are organizing a closet and you pull everything out it looks messy but as you go through and you start to organize and you start to get rid of what is no longer serving you that process becomes more and more joyful and the mess on the floor doesn't necessarily make you heavy because you know it's a purposeful process. So feel that in any area in your life that you are renovating, that there's purpose in the mess, that it's okay to allow yourself the process and that you will reach that point of higher, cleaner, more consciously created spaces within your mind and heart, within your home, within your personality, within your schedule or your diet, whatever it may be that you're renovating, you will reach that goal. And then just calling in help, calling in help from wherever, whoever you might need that, just seeking that direction, allowing yourself to learn and grow through the process because ultimately that is really what it's about, is the growth and the development that we gain from moving through the process of life and just allowing yourself to be in that space. And then Place the conviction in your heart to take action today, to do that one thing that you felt you could do today that would make a difference. And then each day doing one more thing and just making that process fluid and progressive, allowing it each day to progress 
and seeing and noticing and looking back at the many steps you've taken and keeping your heart light through the process. Thanks so much for joining me today in this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please subscribe and share it with your friends and family so that we can all rise up in our purpose, our influence, and in our happiness. Have a great day.